Welcome to the Empowering Her podcast. I'm Melody Pormorati and psyched to be here with you today. I just got home from a family vacation. Three days ago, we had um, the opportunity to go to Spain and it was so lovely and it was so nice for the four of us to, to get some time together. Um, it's just been a crazy few months. I feel like we can all always say that, right? There's always so much happening. And so some wind down time with the family is great, even though, you know, we've got two teenagers. <laughs> it's not always smooth sailing. There are many opinions. There are many um, conflicts, as is normal. And I just want to really keep that real, that while we're on this beautiful family vacation, there's also a lot of stuff that we that we all deal with, right? Stuff that comes up, working through it, um, finding peace in every moment. So today I really wanted to share a little bit with you guys about some of the things that I learned from this trip, from the Spanish culture, from the time away, um, that that really stuck with me. There were a few things that really stuck with me, and I feel like we always get to learn when we are stepping outside of what is normal for us, right? Like just um, traveling is very eye-opening, but not all of us can travel, right? So there are so many other ways to step outside of the box that we live in and experience new things. And when we put ourselves in new rooms and new environments and surround ourselves with new people, different parts of us are activated. We are, you know, we get to see different parts of ourselves that respond to what we are experiencing. So whether it's travel or whether it's taking a dance class for the first time in your life or signing up for um, a writing course, whatever it may be for you, something that is accessible to you that you could do, I highly recommend it because these are the ways that we grow. These are the ways that we evolve and reveal new parts of ourselves to ourselves. Now, the first thing I'm going to say um, before leaving on this trip, my husband and I were having a debate about I wanted to bring my computer and he was like, Mel, you're crazy. First of all, you don't need it. Um, you know, you can take nine days away from your business and you have your phone with you anyways. And for me, it's really like a safety, like just knowing that if anything comes up, I'm there. If one of our facilitators needs something, I'm available. Um, and you know, we, we went back and forth and back and forth and my husband wanted us to travel light. We didn't take any um, check-in luggage. We were just taking four carry-ons. There were four of us and each of us had a carry-on. That was another funny debate because my kids were like, are you serious? Like we're not bringing a big suitcase. That's so not happening. But guess what? It happened and it was great because we were mobile. We could pick up our own suitcases and we moved around five times in nine days, like five different hotels in nine days. So um, just doing things differently. And finally, my husband won that debate. I did not bring my computer. And guess what? Everything was fine. Everything was fine. Everybody lived. Nobody died. It, it's really not such a big deal. And it was like one of the first lessons that I learned was like, it's okay to take a break and, um, you know, you can still do so much on your phone. And it was like, I'd wake up in the morning, I'd give myself half an hour to respond to emails, 
to put up my social, to respond to whatever might have come through in the girl life world. And that's really all I needed. That's all I needed. And responding to these things doesn't take a very long time. Sometimes when I'm at home, I allow it to take longer than it needs to take, if that makes sense. But when you're away and you know the day awaits you and adventure awaits, you do it all quickly. You use your time wisely and everybody wins. So that was like really the first little bit. It was like, okay, it's okay to step away um, and disconnect for a little bit. So I, I don't know, maybe this is your sign to do that as well, whether it's a day or 10 or just, you know, leaving the house without your phone. How can you find a way to disconnect and know that the world will be fine and everything will go on, right? We get so egocentric, like, oh my goodness, like if I'm not available, something will go wrong. And the fact of the matter is everything will be okay. And response time doesn't have to be 30 seconds in your business. Like everybody has many obligations and responsibilities to look after and letting people know that it's okay that you're not accessible for an hour. That's life and that's business and that's okay. So one of the lessons we learned, um, every time we'd go into a restaurant or they have these bars in Spain where they have like all the different foods like uh, bocadillos and um, like tartine type sandwiches already um, kind of like behind a clear little sectional uh, where you can look and choose what you want to eat, right? So there's that, but then there's like walking into restaurants. And, you know, in the US and in Canada, we're so used to sitting down at a restaurant and the server coming immediately and ordering immediately and everything needs to be a rush. And it was like so interesting for us to learn that it's okay to actually have an experience when you're dining, to sit down and to not expect to have service right away and to eat right away and to get up and get out right away, but more really just being in the moment of the experience of the meal. And it really just taught us to be lax because it's just very different in Europe. Like people are not coming and helping you right away. And it's like, it's not expected to be that way. It's okay for it to take a longer amount of time. And so we learned by the end of the nine, 10 days that like, okay, we're going to sit down and it's, this is our moment. We get to chat. We get to, um, really, really anticipate the meal that's coming. We get to choose mindfully what we're going to eat and it doesn't have to be rush, rush, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Like everything always seems to be. Uh, another thing that we really learned is that sometimes uh, the detours that present themselves are like the best opportunities. And while in the first moment, it's like, oh, shoot, we took a detour. What are we going to do? Um, but to really embrace the detour. And I think this is really a metaphor for life in general. But what happened was we were um, going from one city in Spain to another city in Spain, and we took a wrong turn. We had rented a car. We took a wrong turn. And when we took the wrong turn at first, my husband's like, "Ugh, I can't believe I did that. This puts us an hour out of our way. Oh my goodness, what a waste of time. Of course, that concept of time coming up again. And then we were like, you know what? Wait a second. Let's look at the map. And the way that the map was, it was like it actually made sense and would be a closer uh, stop for us to go to a beautiful little town in France. It's called Toulouse. Um, and we were like, you know what? This kind of presented itself, but we don't have any hotels booked. We packed light. We have this car. Like, why don't we just go to Toulouse for the day, for the night? 
And while it wasn't supposed to be uh, a, a trip to France, we decided to go with the detour, to let the detour reroute us in a different direction that could perhaps present a new experience for us. And that's exactly what it did. We went to Toulouse. I have to say that for me, it was the best part of the trip, a part that we didn't even plan, that just kind of came to be by accident. And it was the cutest, quaintest town, all locals, French people. Like I got the chance to practice my my French because I'm from Canada and it's a second language. And while I really never get an opportunity to practice my French, I get to speak Spanish all the time here with friends. And, you know, in this country, it's like you get so many beautiful opportunities to speak and practice the Spanish language, which we also, of course, did while we were in Spain. But I hadn't anticipated that I'd be using my French. So I had to switch gears really quickly. And it was just really, really the highlight of our trip. So allowing the detours to be what they are and allowing them to reveal something to us that we didn't anticipate is actually beautiful, whether it's on a vacation or whether it's in life, whether it's in our businesses, whether it's in our plans for the day to to go with the detour, to allow it to be what it is and enjoy it for what it is. Perhaps one of the most um, amazing things that I noticed while I was in Europe is the way that women um, stand and walk and live with confidence as an expression of who they are in the most beautiful ways. Um, We were at a couple of beaches in different parts of Spain and the way that women embrace their bodies at every stage, at every age was really beautiful and really, really inspiring to me and to my girls. You know, we see what's happening right now um, for women so much more than men is, you know, whether it's it's the, the fad diets or whether it's, you know, tummy tuck surgery or, and I, this is not me judging. This is me observing and calling it out. Whether it's the Botox, like we live in a culture of Botox where if something's wrong, we fix it. If something's imbalanced, we fix it. You know, symmetry, perfection, that's like what we're all after. And it was such a refreshing thing to be in Europe and to see these women rocking what they had and loving every ounce of themselves. And I thought there's so much for us to learn from these women, from these girls, from these women of a more mature age, you know, women in their 60s and 70s going topless, making no apologies for who they were and how they felt. I thought was such a beautiful expression of what it is to be a woman in that part of the world that I really wanted to bring here with me. Um, Because I believe that everywhere we go, there's something to learn from everyone that we meet. Uh, And the other thing I noticed on that topic of like body confidence and self-image was that in the hotel rooms, in the bathrooms, in the public bathrooms, there really weren't a lot of mirrors right? So whereas I notice here in these parts, wherever we are, there are mirrors everywhere. In Europe, there really aren't that many mirrors all around us. And I thought that that was really cool too, because it was like not needing to look at our reflection to make sure we're okay and that we look a certain way. And it was just like, how do I feel in this moment? How does it feel to be me right now, right here? And that's all that matters. It doesn't matter about the reflection I see in the mirror. It's about just feeling 
good right here, right now. So I thought that that was also very telling, whether it's on purpose or whether it's not on purpose. It's just an observation that I made about the mirrors as well. Um, and then finally, uh, just, and, and I touched on this at the beginning, about how travel opens your eyes. And again, travel is not always accessible to me. It's not always accessible to you. It's not accessible to most of us really at all times, especially right now with COVID and all of the travel bans and luggage getting stolen at the airports. I mean, it's an ordeal, I know for sure. So again, finding ways to step outside of ourselves and do something outside of the ordinary. There is so much that is extraordinary around us. If we just open our eyes and imagine ourselves doing something different than what we've always done, whatever that may be, maybe it's a ballroom dancing class with your partner. Um, you know, maybe it's trying on a new shade of lip gloss. Maybe it's, uh, I, I don't know, guys, cutting your hair, coloring your hair, um, taking an art class, right? Taking a language class. These are things that have the ability to transport us to other places, to other parts of ourselves. And we deserve to get to know all those different parts of ourselves. And that only comes with being willing to do something different than we've always done. So I hope that this episode has served you guys. I know that I'm home with a whole refreshed um, type of energy and I'm just so excited. I'm so here for it. Even in my business, it opened my eyes to new ways of showing up. Um, and I just can't wait to share more on that. And uh, before I sign off for the day, I want to invite you guys to a special experience we have in the Girl Life community every single month. Uh, we do an open house. It's a Girl Life open house where I come with a different topic each time, but always talking about how we as women get to make a living. We get to earn a living doing something that we love. I'm so excited because this next uh Girl Life Open House that's happening a week from today. Uh, I don't know when that falls on the schedule of when this podcast is actually going to be live, but if you just go to melodypormorati.com slash open house, you can see when our next open house call is and you can join us. We get together on Zoom. Sometimes it's five of us, sometimes it's 50 of us, um, but it's always eye-opening and awe-inspiring to meet all the different women in the community. And so I'm very, very excited for this next one because I'm going to talk a little bit about my trip and some of my insights. And I'm also going to talk about ikigai, which is uh, a Japanese term for really living out your life's purpose, where all the parts of yourself intersect and allow you to figure out what you're meant to do on this planet and how to wake up every single morning feeling in love with your life and in love with what you get to do. So I hope you guys will join us again. That's melodypormorati.com slash open house. And I am so grateful for all of you for your listenership. Please leave a review for the podcast if uh, this served you in any way. And I will be so, so grateful to read those. They always light me up. I'm, I can't believe we're at like 125 or some something like that reviews. And I'm so very grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time out of your day and leaving those reviews. They make such a difference in helping other women access this content. So I thank you in advance. And if you've already left a review, thank you, thank you, thank you. Sending you a big hug and a kiss. And I'll talk to you again next week. Bye. 
If you love what you are hearing, please go ahead and leave us a review so that we can keep the empowerment flowing. Also, be sure to follow along on Instagram at Girl Life Empowerment, and I would love for you to check out my newly released book, Empowered Women, Empower Girls, across all Amazon platforms. I'm so grateful for you, and I can't wait to talk to you again next week.